Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Odin's Movie Blog. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? We are indeed starting an early stream because, again, I want to apologize for the stream being canceled yesterday. Normally, I stream on Monday evenings, but I had to cancel because there were a few things going on. We were helping some people, uh, helping some friends move, wanted to spend some time with the wife as well, and so I had to cancel it at the last minute, but that's why I'm starting early today, planning on going for a few hours, about, about three hours or so trying to make up for it but don't worry we will finish before the night the high council tonight and i'm sure the high council will be talking about a crap ton of stuff as we will also be talking about a crap ton of stuff including that train wreck known as the game of thrones season finale and the aftermath of that train wreck including the 1.5 plus million petition of fans wanting the season to be remade obviously a symbolic gesture of how awful that season was but also too recently recent news breaking news that Sophie Turner, the one that plays Sansa Stark in this series, has now come out against the fans and said that the entire petition is silly, among other things. I've not actually read the entire article, but I know that she has spoken out against the fans' reaction to this. Now, I honestly think that she was probably taken out of context. Possibly? Maybe? I don't know. I haven't read it for myself yet. I'm sure once I do, I'll have a better context. But still, never a good move to attack the people, or to at least criticize the people that are buying your product. It's never a good thing. You should never, under any circumstances, criticize the people that have been supporting you for eight years, ever since, you know, ever since Sophie Turner was a little child, and was a terrible actress, by the way. I mean, obviously she was a kid, so we forgave it, and have watched her grow up and become, I would say, you know, at least a half-decent actress at that, and now for her to come out against the fans who have been very vocal about their distaste and disgust with this season, which has been, from an objective standpoint, a terrible season, is ludicrous. Is absolute stupidity. If you honestly think, if, if Dan and, you know, if Benioff and Weiss, if Sophie Turner, if any of the other cast members that are going to try and do the same thing that Sophie Turner has done in this instance, if they think this is going to help them in their future careers and people buying this on Blu-ray, of people keeping their HBO subscription to watch the show again and again and again. I'm sorry, but you've just got to be crazy. You have got to be absolutely crazy. And seriously, when will these people learn that you do not attack the fan base? Great example, Star Wars. Remember what happened with Star Wars. Remember what happened with The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi came out it was objectively bad. It received backlash and criticism. And what did they do? They attacked the fans. They went after the fans. And what happened after that? Oh, wait, that's right. Solo Star Wars Story came out, and no one saw it. Because when you go after the fan base, the fan base, guess what? Holds the power. They have the wallet. They have the power of the purse. They are the masters of coin, as Braun became at the end of this series for some ungodly reason. Because that makes sense. That's logical. That's lucid. The fans are the ones that hold the power of the purse, hold the power of the coin. And yet, still, Hollywood thinks, and these Hollywood elitists, producers, directors, actors, think they can do whatever the hell they want, they can say whatever the hell they want, and that there will be no ramifications, because they think that consumers are so stupid. This is honesty. This is what they think. They think that consumers are so stupid that they will simply just buy anything, that these things will just blow over, that people will just forget about it. And will there be some people that will say, oh, no, that was, you know, last year, or, oh, no, that happened a while ago. This is something new. If Sophie Turner's in a new movie, for example, Dark Phoenix, which just looks awful, by the way, and I've thought that for a long time, long before the Sophie Turner news. But if they honestly think that people are just going to let these things go after they have dedicated time and years 
and 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 so much money. I mean, look at Star Wars, especially Star Wars spanned forty plus years. You know, millions upon millions of dollars spent on that series, and for just even then, for Ryan Johnson to come out against the fans was ridiculous. Sophie Turner to come out against the fans in this situation after eight years of people dedicating hours upon hours of their lives to this series. You know, you know, people like to say all the time, "Oh, well, you know what? You know, you know, you can't get your money back." Or, oh, yeah, well, it's already been paid for. But you know what? I think people care less about money at this point and more so about time. You know, people say, oh, why are you complaining? You know, just move, put your put your money elsewhere. Why are you going to talk about a boycott? Why are you going to say, oh, no, just don't watch HBO anymore, etc.? The reason why that people are taking this one, especially this Game of Thrones, so seriously is because this has seriously been a huge time commitment. Hours upon hours of content. That has now just been totally wasted. And that's why the fans are mad. And so for Sophie Turner to come out in this way is absolutely ludicrous. All right, so, no, I I was coming up on that for a little bit, but I wanted to get that right out of the way before getting into the chat, letting some people actually get into the chat, since I am doing this earlier than usual. All right, so let's start things off. My Valkyrie will be joining us as the hours go on, because obviously I am much earlier than normal, and so I will be having them join in a second. Alex McCarthy starts it off saying, hey, all hail Odin. Bet you were happy seeing that John Wick 4 confirmation. I tweeted at you last night. Yes, indeed I am. So for those that don't know, it's also in the title of this video. John Wick Chapter 4 has been officially confirmed to come out in May of 2021, which means that we're going to get about a two-year span, which I think is just the right amount of time because in those two years, unlike what Benioff and Weiss did with, with Game of Thrones, which is just waste those two years on terrible writing, what they're going to be able to do instead with John Wick, is to give us yet another awesome, incredible chapter. And what I'm hoping is that they're able to learn from the mistakes of this film, because seeing it a second time, I still love John Wick 4, and I mean John Wick Chapter 3, and I still think it's my favorite. It is my favorite movie so far of this year. However, there were, of course, those moments, those slow moments in between that didn't have to be. Obviously, I'm all for character and story development, but there were some moments that were just a little bit, maybe a minute or two, a little too long. And so hopefully over the next two years, and since they actually listen to their fans, just look ahead and look at John Wick 1, 2, 3. The action's gotten bigger and bigger and better every single time because they know the fans want that. They know the fans love that. But fans also really like the story that's being built around it. I have full confidence in the creators behind John Wick that they're going to give us a great Chapter 4. And that's the reason why they were able to announce it so quickly. Because fans love it. Fans want to see more of it. And more people need to start, especially in Hollywood, Making films like this, where they start off with just an original idea. (laughs) I mean, I know, seriously, a novel concept, right? An original idea, an original concept, even just a simple one. And then running with it, letting the fans get involved, letting the fans get excited, building that excitement, listening to them, giving the fans what they want. And look what happens. You now have a huge franchise on your hands. Millions upon millions of dollars have now been made. Alex McCarthy also says, are you the hardcore, I mean, 24-7 champion yet? Oh, God, yeah. For those that don't know, I'm also a huge wrestling fan. And so, yeah, God. So last night on Raw, they unveiled a new championship, and it's called the 24-7 Championship. And it's literally on the gold, got 24-7 on it, which is one of the dumbest names for a title. It's one of the dumbest looking titles I've ever seen, which which is saying a lot because we had the spinner title. And I I actually, to be honest, think this 24-7 title looks worse than the Spinner title, the, the the John Cena Spinner Championship title did. Now, Alex McCarthy might disagree with me on that, but honestly, it just looks that bad. It looks so awful. But yeah, I mean, I'm glad that we have this hardcore title back, but call it the hardcore title. 
because then you can bring in even more elements, and then it's even more exciting than it was before. But they, of course, can't call it the hardcore title because they're the PG era now. We can't have those types of matches anymore. Super Anime Gamer. What is going on, Super Anime Gamer? How is it going? And my people on DLive, I see you. I love you. Obviously, there's a troll over there as well, but don't worry. Don't worry. We'll be going over to the DLive in just a few minutes. Uh, Super Anime Gamer, how's it going? Super. Grandmaster Yoda says, I uh, was thinking X-Men had a good chance for profit, but now I'm not sure. I, from the very beginning, did not think that it was going to do that well. I think early predictions, early projections for the box office are not looking very good, which is already a bad start because you know that oftentimes they over-project in many cases for the box office. So if they're already saying it's going to be low and they over-project, then it's a disaster. Now, I think that it's going to make some money because it is an X-Men film and X-Men films do make money. The question is going to be, how much money is it going to make? And is this type of stuff ever, you know, actually going to have an impact? I honestly don't think that the Sophie Turner comment is going to have much of an impact on the overall financials for the movie because I think that was already set in stone. I mean, the movie comes out June 7th, just in a couple weeks, and I already don't think, I already, I, or, you know, or rather three weeks, I guess, at this point, I already think the film was going to be a bust in the first place. Now, does that mean that it's going to you know, lose money? Not necessarily. You know, when I say bust... I don't necessarily mean that it's going to be a, a, a total bomb and lose money, but to say that it's going to barely break even, I would say that is most likely what is going to happen with that film at this point. Because man, oh man, it just, the trailer's still, and I remember, you know, I saw John Wick again today, I saw John Wick and IMAX today, and so because it was an IMAX, we got a special IMAX look at it, and even that just did not help with it. Even though they went, and if you've seen the spot, it's a beautiful spot. They literally go through the very beginnings. They can start off 20 years ago, and then they show you young Wolverine. They show you the original films and the progression of those characters, also interweaving them with the newer characters from the really solid films like First Class and Future Past. And then they just kind of just went off the rails with Apocalypse, and now it looks like Dark Phoenix might be going in the same direction, which is not a good thing because Apocalypse was just abysmal. But even then, even trying to hold on to nostalgia, even trying to just grasp at that nostalgic aspect wasn't enough to save it. Wasn't enough to really make it worth looking into, I would say. The Senate says, slamming the fans is probably the worst thing you can do at, uh, you can do look at Star Wars. Star Wars is a great example. And I think Doomcock says it best. We are consumers, but we are also your customers. We are the ones buying the tickets. We are the ones seeing it opening night. We are the ones buying the Blu-rays. We are the ones buying any other type of materials that we might want. The t-shirts, the posters, you name it. Any type of memorabilia or merchandise. The fans are the ones that support that. But if you attack the fans, trust me, the fans will be very quick to say, okay, fine, I'm not going to support you anymore. Are there going to be some people now who are going to say, you know what, I'm not going to go see Dark Phoenix because I don't want to support a movie with Sophie Turner. There will be some people. I don't think it's going to be as big as some people might think it might be because honestly, I think that Sophie Turner is just going to get lost in the shuffle, to be perfectly honest. But I do think it's going to affect her if she ever tries to do a solo film career, which she, first off, does, does not have the charisma to do so. I mean, just let's just be honest for a second. She's not a terrible actress, but she's also not a leading lady either. I think that she's already got more enough, you know, more problems on her hands than she needs at this point. And so I guess maybe she's trying to get herself, you know, friendly with the behind the scenes people who are like, oh yeah, these fans don't know what they're talking about. Even though, as we all know, fans drive fan, you know, fans drive franchises. You can't have a franchise without the fan base. The fan base is what drives them. But apparently, that's now been lost. For some reason, this has been a lost art in Hollywood, and until they get the message, and the only way they can get that message is us not going to the movies anymore, nothing else can be done. 
Uh, Soul Assassin says, Hello, good sir. It sounds like she's trying to gain favor to be in Star Wars movies. Wouldn't that be interesting? You know, it'd be funny that for like the next two, three weeks, we get an announcement that Sophie Turner has been cast in the Benioff and Weiss Star Wars trilogy. Wouldn't that be something? And even worse, what if she's said to be cast as the lead in that franchise? Wouldn't that be interesting? Really hope it doesn't happen, but wouldn't that be interesting? Tech Guy says, Do you think this helps them to attack us? There are movies. Like, Dark Phoenix now, I'm not seeing it. Exactly, Tech Guy's right there. Tech Guy is not going to see it now. Now, of course, I'm seeing it because I have to, because I'm going to be reviewing it. But I now feel more so than ever a desire to make sure another film gets my money instead, allegedly. So, yeah, I mean, I think that a lot of people are going to feel that way. Now, do I think it's going to be enough to make a huge difference? Probably not. But I would say, you know, you know, several thousand dollars are probably going to be lost. You know, max, a couple million. Super Anime Gamer says, Sophie's exact words was disrespectful to the casting crew. To an extent, I totally see where she's coming from. Supposedly, Game of Thrones staff has been taking it rough. And I do think that there's definitely a point. That's why I'm not saying too much more about it, because I have not read the full statement myself. But what I can say is that you just don't go after the fans. You can say a statement that defends the crew and the cast, but without going after the fans or saying certain words or certain catch, you know, mentioning certain phrases that are going to be grabbed and taken by so many people and then just, oh my gosh, we're going to hold on to this and we're only going to do this. And yeah, I mean, honestly, it's 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 not going to be good for them. This is not a good thing for them to be going through at this point in time. Sajanian says, Gary suspects a coordinated attack on the petition. Again, Holly Weird refuses to admit their mistakes. All for naught since free folk do not kneel. Exactly right, Sajanian. And I think Gary has a good point that there very well could be a case. There very well could be a case that they are maybe contractually obligated to come out and defend this film from this petition to try and make the fans look bad. But as we've said before, if you try to make the fans look bad, if you try and make the fans look stupid, you're the ones that are going to end up looking stupid at the end of the day because the fans are the ones that buy your stuff. Without your stuff, with you know, without the fans, no one's going to be buying it. Like seriously, this is going to be leading them down a very dark path that I don't think they really quite understand exactly what it's going to mean for them. Let's see, Cass Hermosa says, Hail Odin, Sophie Turner, uh, your movie will crumble. I mean, as I said before, I already thought Dark Phoenix, before any of this happened, that Dark Phoenix was not going to do well. Now, this doesn't help Dark Phoenix, but I don't think it necessarily destroys Dark Phoenix either, I would say. So, I'm I'm still standing in that place where I think it might hurt it, because obviously Tech Guy said that he's not going to go see it now, but Tech Guy, were you going to see it in the first place? So, that's the kind of questions that I needed to ask. There's anyone that's saying, oh, I'm not seeing it now, but would you actually see it? Because think about how many people are just not going to see it because movie tickets are too expensive. Popcorn is too expensive. They would rather just wait for it to come out. They look at the trailer and say, the trailer just doesn't look that interesting. So I think there's a lot of factors that are going to lead to that film not doing well. So I just want us to to stay grounded because I've always tried to do that. I've always tried to say, let's stay grounded here. Let's not go down conspiracies. Let's not go down rabbit holes that we don't have fully covered. It's just like when Captain Marvel came out and everyone was trying to say, oh, look at all these empty seats and everything. But it turned out that that was how certain theaters handled their movies, just in general, that they buy out certain seats every showing. And that's just what they do. They, they reserve certain seats just in case things get crazy. So, obviously, I would rather us stay grounded here. And so, if this movie, if Dark Phoenix, that is, fails, it's going to be more to do so with the marketing being terrible, because the marketing has been terrible. I've been critical of the marketing since day one. Then it's going to be with this petition. So let's not try and say, look, everybody, she attacked us and we didn't see her movie. And that's why Dark Phoenix failed. No, Dark Phoenix, if it does fail, and I think there's a good chance, is going to fail because of a lot of other factors. 
obviously this is one of those factors. I'm not denying that. I'm not trying to downplay that it's going to have an impact. But let's at least be honest about the fact that there are so many other factors going at play against Dark Phoenix. Let's see. The Senate says, the fans are the masters of the dollar. Yes, they are. The fans decide what to see and what not to see. Super says, but at the same time, I think fans who spend all the money are entitled to be upset. And we could argue it's disrespectful for D&D to write that poorly. No, no, I think that you're exactly right. As I said, if she's coming out and just defending her crew and defending other cast members, I think that's okay. Because also, remember, we're not really going after them. I'm not going after the lighting technicians. I'm not going after the cinematographers. Heck, I'm not even going after most of the directors of the episodes, to be perfectly honest. The people that we're going after are Benioff and Weiss because they're the ones that are the creative heads behind it. Because no matter who the writer was for an episode, the only thing that they controlled was the dialogue that was being spoken, essentially, and how it was put together. The ones who had the overarching story, that was Benioff and Weiss. And we saw what happened when they have complete control, because that last, last episode was completely Benioff and Weiss. They were the ones that wrote it together. They directed it together. And so we saw that was the reason why the season's been bad because they're the ones that have been pulling the strings behind the scenes and have been making the story go in certain directions that obviously the fans, one, didn't want in the first place, but two, were just bad. We're just very poorly written stories. And if they honestly think at this point that they are going to be able to keep any good grace from their Game of Thrones fan base to support them for their Star Wars movies, I mean, good luck. Seriously, good luck. But yeah, I'm right there with you, Super. I'm not going to go after the actors because the actors gave it up their all. I think the actors have been great this season as far as the acting on screen. It's the behind-the-scenes stuff, and it's mostly the writing, Benioff and Weiss being the main people behind it. Alex McCarthy says, I wonder if Sophie is starting to head down a larceny path. I mean, <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. Super says, did you see Nerdronic's latest video? Kit Harrington has been much worse. He tried defending Danny going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Well, of course he did. It's kind of something that they had to do. Honestly, I do not fault actors that much for defending movies in the press junket or for defending other actors in the press junket because it's kind of something they have to do, not just for because of contracts, but also because, remember, Hollywood is run by these crazy SJWs. And so if they go after their own, even though they might be on the right side of it, they'll be looked down upon and saying, oh, no, you didn't support... You didn't support the family, and so therefore you're now going to be blacklisted, or you're going to be limited in what you can do now. So some of these people have to play the game, because if they don't play the game, just like with the Game of Thrones, you play the Game of Thrones, you either win or you die. If you don't play the game of acting, if you don't play the game of Hollywood, you either get cast or you don't. And if you don't get cast, and your entire life you wanted to be an actor, and you went to acting school, and you spent thousands upon thousands on acting classes, and you did nothing else to develop any other skills, if you're not getting cast as an actor, guess what? There's really not a whole lot else you can do unless you're going to get like a minimum wage job or a very low-skill job, unless, of course, you prepared for that, which I always suggest. I, you know, Dealing with high school students, there have been high school students that have done theater, because obviously I do theater for fun, and they say, hey, what do you think about this? And I say, okay, if you want to pursue that, great. Follow your passion. But do not let this be your end-all, be-all, because trust me, there are millions of people who want to go to New York and become Broadway famous or to get cast in a movie. You're a dime a dozen, and there's plenty of you out there. Make something unique about yourself, but also have a backup plan. Do not just major in musical theater, major in something else, whether it be business, whether it be something else that you're passionate about. That way you have something to fall back on, because honestly, that, that is something that needs to be done. But going back to, to the main point that was being made there... 
I, again, that's the reason why I don't really fault the actors for doing that because they are trying to save their own skin. Now, does it mean that they lose respect from the eyes of people like me or the other fans? I would say, yeah. I mean, obviously, I, I wish that they would stand for their convictions. I wish that they would just speak the truth. But at the same time, too, I, I can't fault them too much because they got to protect their job. It is their livelihood. And if they turn their back on the people that are giving them the jobs, they lose their livelihood. And for anyone that's ever known what it means to lose a job or not be offered a contract, you guys know I've got personal experience with this just from this past year of not having a contract extended. It is a very dark time. It's a very uncertain time, too. And for an actor, it's even worse because you're literally living paycheck to paycheck in most of these situations. You know, unless you're part of a union and unless you're part of a really good union, it's just... Anyway, uh, the sentence says, And now HBO has the balls to do a Watchmen show. Alan Moore is going to roll in his grave when the awful show has dropped. Yeah, I mean, the trailers for that have just looked awful. The trailers for the Watchmen series have looked bad. I did think it was quite... It was kind of poetic, though, to have Game of Thrones end and then it bleed into a uh, a preview and a promo for the Watchmen series, which is likely going to be awful. I mean, just based on the early uh, trailers for it. Uh, the sentence says, I went to see John Wick 3 again, and damn it, so good. Yep, I've seen it two times now, and it was fantastic. Orange Eye Review says, I have arrived, and I say unto you, the war with the high table commends in commences in 2021. Yeah, seriously, I cannot wait, because they set up the high table a lot in John Wick 3, and I cannot wait to see John Wick kick some high table ass. And also, it would be really cool to have some of those characters they introduced uh, be brought back. Surf Term Gaming, did you hear Alita has a DVD release date? Yes, I have. I've, I actually made a video on it, Surf Term Gaming. I did a, I've done two videos on it, actually. I did a video about the fact that they had a re- release date, and then my video today was talking about how the pre-orders are now available. Now, I will say this much. I have a link to, uh, to uh, the Alita Blu-ray in my description. It is an affiliate link, so that means if you do decide to purchase it, I will get a little bit of cash from that, but it won't charge you anything more. But if you do not feel like spending the cash on Amazon... Just know Best Buy is offering Alita for a much cheaper price. There apparently is some affiliate marketing that works with Best Buy. I still don't really know how to get all that stuff set up because obviously I'm trying to do as much as I can to try and support the channel so that way I can do more for you guys because I would love to be able to buy a bunch and then give them away as prizes. But I can't at this point if they're going to charge $50 a pop for the 4K, let alone like $35 for the Blu-ray. But right now you can get the 4K Steelbook, a Best Buy exclusive Steelbook, for about $35, so for a good $15 less than what they're charging. Now, I think Amazon has said that they will indeed price match if the price drops, but just keep this in mind. The Steelbook we're talking about here is a Best Buy exclusive, meaning Amazon is not going to be able to, to price match that because they're not going to have access to the Steelbook. But the Blu-ray and DVD, those will be the same. And so if you do want to support the channel, just know and just keep an eye out on Amazon because if the price drops... They do, you know, there is some type of price matching that can happen, but you might want to just keep your eye on that. And if you don't want to deal with that nonsense, go with the lower prices over at Best Buy. Again, I totally understand that. Soul Assassin says, so many times have you, uh, how many times have you seen John Wick 3? Just twice. I'm still not able to look at library book the same way again. Holy crap. When he breaks the guy's neck over the library book, it's just, ugh. It's action at its finest. The Senate says, I don't even watch WWE. That's pretty funny. Yep, I know. Seriously, the 24-7 title. It's awful. Steve Steve V says, ever consider wrestling yourself? Maybe when you were younger. Oh, absolutely. When I was a younger wrestling fan, when I was like 10, you know, between the age of 10 and 16, I wanted to become a wrestler, and I was very close. Like, had I had as much desire, or rather, had I had as much motivation in life as I do now, I probably would have pursued that path. I probably would have gone to wrestling school. And there was a time even after college where I'm like, maybe that could be an option. 
But of course, I started to realize uh, it's kind of a rough business. You're not guaranteed to make it anywhere. Plus, not to mention, no insurance. And if you get hurt and you don't have insurance, or at least you're paying on for insurance on your, you're, you're paying an arm and a leg for insurance on your own, uh, it's just not going to be good if anything bad happens. Uh, Castromosa says, I knew it, John Wick 4 will, uh, will be happening. Hopefully, SJW Hollywood won't touch the John Wick franchise. It doesn't sound like they will. If they would have touched the franchise, it would have been at this point. But that has, ha- that has not happened. All right, guys. D-Live people, you have been very patient, so I'm heading over to my D-Live peeps now. How is it going, everybody? Uh, Bot, thank you very much for the three lemons. I really do appreciate that. CM Chunk is in there. Uh, Bad Hammy is in there as well. Stiff Masta is a is an ass. So that that's all we need to say about that. <laughs> Remember that if you have a comment that you want me to read, or if you have a question, just.